The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, the essence of authentic presence. Your host is Dee Lee. In this program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. You can have a direct positive effect on your life, your environment, and your connection with others. Find out more today. Here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to Mighty Gems, Sparkling Presence of Communication, which is the topic we're going to be exploring today. And my name is Dee Lee, and this is our show, Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. With our focus on being empowered, it really comes down to being in a mindset and um, having a focus where we are more awake than we used to be and we're starting to really look around within and outside of ourselves. As in Mighty Jim series of the past, we've been taking a close look at ourselves within and also taking a look outside of ourselves, looking from a higher perspective and really looking for the ripples of a balanced reflective as we look outside and inside because they're really a reflection. Tony Robbins said, the way we communicate with others and with ourselves ultimately determines the quality of our lives. And kind of an interesting uh, thought here too is um, communication is another skill and um, or it requires a bit of skill and also a, a habit. So, um, Jim Rohn said, take advantage of every opportunity to practice your communication skills so that when important occasions arise, you'll have the gift, the style, the sharpness, the clarity, and the emotions to affect other people. Do you find your mind wandering in multitasking distraction mode when you are in conversation with others? Listening effectively is a single focused mind task Unfortunately, we tend to add multi-filtering barriers. Being present physically, emotionally, and mindfully affects how others interpret and connect to what we are saying. The basic concept of being present seems simple, but it can be rather difficult to achieve. It comes down to our choice in how actively we listen to others. It requires self-control of habits such as opening the mail or checking text messages during the same moment. A conscious focused effort provides an opportunity to learn about other people's passions and what motivates them to be who they really are. What is an important question? And in uh, actually looking at us being present. It's also um, not just looking at it, but also empowering ourselves to step into that process because it does, you know, presence does take and require us to be showing up. Diana Boer said, wrote an article for the American 
Management Association in June of 2014 on this very topic. Some concepts that she covered in her article I'm going to um, present here as some really interesting thought processes that um, I find very intriguing and um, do a lot of meditating myself on how best to communicate in a simple way because sometimes we get ourselves um, communicating but we aren't really communicating very clearly. So she had come up with some uh, different uh, presentations here um, and the perception of personal presence dictates decisions and actions every day. Buyers make purchases based on the personal presence and persuasiveness of the salesperson. Negotiators with the strongest personal presence, not necessarily the strongest argument, can walk away with the best deals. Job applicants with the greatest confidence and people skills often beat out candidates who are maybe more technically qualified, but they have a more clarity and or they um, really uh, touch a vein of acceptance by someone that's interviewing them. Managers with the strongest personal presence persuade the best people to come to work with them. People often start or decline a relationship based on first impressions. So organizations and nations often elect their leaders based on the power of personal presence as conveyed through the media. People size you up quickly and change their minds slowly. Researchers tell us that somewhere between 11 milliseconds and 5 minutes People make judgments that do not differ from impressions made after much longer periods. So instead of resisting that fact, if we understand how to make it work, it will help in a lot of different aspects. So what is the essence of presence? Uh, personal presence may be difficult to define, but we all know it when we see it. Someone comes up into a room and people step aside, heads turn. Maybe a conversation starts up and they want to um, be able to um, participate. When someone speaks, people applaud or chime in. When people ask, people answer. When they lead, people follow. When they leave, things wind down. So that's like a personal presence that has an impact. And people with presence look confident and comfortable. They speak clearly and are persuasive with when, what they're talking about. And usually they will have a clarity in their mind that even under pressure, they're able to uh, think on their feet, so to speak, and um, act or go into action pretty smoothly. And when they act with intention, people usually with presence reflect um, with some kind of a reaction um, in their, the way they present their emotions or attitudes and situations, and they adapt basically to different situations. They accept responsibility for themselves and the results they achieve. People with presence are real. They present their genuine character authentically. What they say and do matches who they are. So what is the power of presence? Presence can help you to... Um, do a lot of things personally and 
uh, it can help you lead a meeting, a, a movement, a revolution, or a nation. Uh, it can help you within your own family situation dynamics um, with your significant other, with your uh, family members, with your parents, um, a lot of different reactive points that sometimes can be difficult if we have more clarity and we're showing up in a clear motion of acceptance and listening and honoring people that we are with, it gives a whole different sense of that relationship. So presence includes all kinds of levels of an organization. It uh, appears in all segments of society. And it's really a requirement almost for us to be doing the things that we're wanting to do and be being and um, having um, an opportunity to provide inspiration for others and or uh, kind of the ripple effect to help um, change anything that is in the process of needing to be changed either in your in yourself within your your situation within your family dynamics within your environment your your community it is um, one of the prerequisites for getting people to help sign up as you know if we're passionate about something if we aren't signing up ourselves it's a little difficult to get others and encourage people to um, do something and so uh, there's a lot of power once we know what it is we are trying to do and um, and by doing that then we're able to actually step forward back in the fourth century Aristotle identified three essentials of persuasive communication and it's really a, a um, significant component of being in the present moment and looking to apply this to um, have it, it process with others that you're relating to and uh, these components are obviously uh, from that period of his review but I think I think they also um, are appropriate for the times that we have right now so one of them has to do with logical argument and that's really the ability to articulate your points clearly having an emotion I mean providing emotion the ability to create or control emotion in your listeners having character the ability to convey integrity and goodwill so even though that was coming from the fourth century you know there was a lot of basic levels that we we apply now we don't really think about them as um, old information we think of them as practical and we kind of almost expect in ourselves and in our relationships that some of this exists even though sometimes it's delayed action or reaction um, we do have some basics that uh, from our own experience that um, we either know that they work or they don't and by having a, uh, an essence of skill in the communication factor it's really looking at it from um, it making sense and also um, it provides for uh, the possibility of being a leader 
in politics, in the community, in the workplace, in the family. So there are a lot of different uh, obvious levels of this activity, and I'm sure that um, not everything is clear as to how to do this, but um, there's a lot of uh, different ways to do this, and it becomes almost on a personal level, again, to uh, step in and try it out, learn the skills that you feel like you need, um, and measure you know the effect as you go because when you're out and about and you're in a communication process and really thinking about the other person you're communicating with sometimes we lose ourselves in the process and and forget that we also need to check in and um see if, 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 is it really working? And so if it's not working, then we uh, need to go and take a look at how the presentation is, you know, what is uh, needing to be adjusted. So when they, um, when individuals compete and look at different standards um, for themselves and for others that they work with, they usually have a concept of what they're looking for in the process. And so um, when we take a look at these, um, it, it's looking at, at not just yourself, but also checking in with the people you're communicating with and um, essentially taking a look at not just what, what's commu being communicated, but is someone listening? If they're not listening, that's their challenge, but some of it is also in how the presentation works. So language comes down to an exchange, and sometimes it can seem simple, but a lot of times it's also in the presentation. If we're passionate about what we're presenting or passionate about how we share information, um, it typically will get other people's notice because of the level of your voice, the level of your intensity, um, and your own excitement. And that raises the bar and the level of what people will hear or also what they're uh, wanting to hear if they haven't listened completely. There's also a challenge here of, that we might not know or realize with people if you're not familiar with the person or with some of the environment is with hearing challenges. A lot of people have hearing challenges and they might not be really uh, um, advertising this. I mean, they don't wear a huge um, sign saying, I can't hear, but maybe that's something that from a communication perspective, we need to, um, when you're communicating with someone, if, if, if you're not gathering a response when you're communicating, you might want to make sure that they're not hearing challenged because that can create a whole different dynamic where they're trying to listen intently. They may not pick up exactly what you're saying. And so in their own mind, they're trying to come up with um, what are the words, what is the meaning of this conversation or the, the um, clarity of what you're trying to portray. And they could come up with their own meaning and it could be totally different, which then creates a barrier for exchange. And they may not feel confident in sharing the fact that they are challenged. So 
um, we want to be cognizant that this exists and also aware that with all of the new devices, sometimes we don't have an obvious uh, tool to, to tell us that says this person is challenged with us being able to share a communication. And so that's also something to be aware of when um, presenting something that uh, you want to open up a conversation saying, well, if, if you don't quite understand this, please let me know, or I, I want to uh, review this so that it becomes clear. And I think people appreciate that because communication can get garbled in the delivery, but also in the recipient's process because they're distracted or not really tuned in to the importance of what the, the communication is. And so that's, again, some of the skills as a communicator that we want to make sure that we take the time to understand what it is, not just what we're saying, but how we are delivering it. And when we deliver on a clarity uh, note and intention, uh, we're going to be more present because we're looking to see if someone's responding. And if people aren't responding, then there might be uh, some other checkpoints that um, you want to incorporate. On that note, we're going to pop over and take a, a quick minute uh, commercial and we'll be right back. Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang up, cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated. Hear about success stories and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. And today we're um, in enjoying a conversation with uh, around communication and with it being uh, a basic element of our existence communication is not just with others it's also with ourselves so it's part of language and positive words help in your own interpretation of things and um, how you use the words um, there's also not just presentation in this process, but also what words you use um, for description of your your situation or how you present something or questions you ask. And it's interesting because um, we can forget that the words really have a lot of power. And um, some of this is um, being present uh, more and more is understanding what the level of interpretation is that's part of the presentation but also the effect that different words have on people is kind of an almost an unknown as a presenter from words the words will have a different reactionary perspective from different people depending upon their experience so we want to make sure that whatever we are uh, communicating is clear clearly laid out in as simple language as possible. Um, if you're presenting a lot of detail to a uh, technical group, that could be a different scenario. But again, the technical part is, again, a language that's very specific. And um, if you've got a situation where not everyone is technical, then it becomes even more um, need for clarity and simple uh, words that you can explain further that you're saying, okay, well, this word has this effect. Um, it, it's connected to this expected output or whatever. And so it becomes the communication style, how you are personally presenting it helps a lot. And if your intention is to have it so that the people understand it, you'll want to um, take time to explain what things mean and how they relate to something of whatever you're presenting. So sometimes um, there are some, you know, some pretty basics, but when you take a look at um, the opportunity here um, that we want to have as a basic exchange, um, we want to be careful that we start at a level that everyone can relate to. I mean, it's not saying you have to come down to a certain grade level, but it's more like um, how you present yourself to start with in that, that you're interested in exchanging the information. So here's some um, concepts and some traits and attitudes that can help with, um, you know, people... Uh, connecting with you so uh, they're just thoughts but um, when you connect with somebody or a set of people you want to be careful that it's whatever language you're using is the appropriate language for the situation so not being too flippant or too laid back it's 
maybe that's your basic style, but you also want to exchange and look at the situation and say, okay, well, this requires somewhat of a basic um, professional attitude and or language. Um, as a person presenting, you want to have a uh, more, uh, not just professional, but also uh, not be too stiff, stiff and or looking like you're nervous. You know, there's a phrase that deer in the headlights look. And people relate to that because sometimes when we're presenting something, if we don't know a whole lot about it or we're presenting it for the first time to a group, we can feel a little uh, uncomfortable. And sometimes that shows up in our presentation. Um, if you come in with too intense of a process to deliver the information, that can also create a barrier for people because it puts them in that same sense of emotion. And so, if you show up with a presence of, okay, I'm going to explain this in a way that I'm going to help myself understand it and be able to um, show this as being just a simple um, process, then uh, someone's going to have a better feel for what you're talking about too and have more curiosity or feel like it's more open for discussion. And, um, you know, if you have confidence with how you present something that at least you've studied it or you're kind of a classic um, example of something that you're trying to relate to some, some group or somebody, then that helps to make other people comfortable. So if you ramble on and on and get off track and go up and down in the levels of way down in what we call the weeds or in a higher perspective, um, you know, going up and down can create some confusion because people haven't quite drawn the line between the different dots and sometimes it can leave a sense of frustration not knowing you know what it is and people have a, a sense that um, if someone's not um, able to communicate clearly and with a value that they can relate to they'll be finding themselves elsewhere or they physically get up and leave or they will um, go find a different distraction because they don't want to be in that mode of confused and or expecting something and then finding it's not clear. So, um, with different comments, you know, most people are aware of advantages of having an increased presence and they understand that that is also what helps influence, you know, people's result of what they're talking about. But um, some of the small things... Um, that this can have a big difference on, like in being interviewed for a job, getting a promotion, winning a contract, or leading an organization through some kind of change, or being in a process of change yourself, and also helping to communicate what does that change mean to others. Um, it really requires us individually to be in a present mode and be aware of all of these different potentials and not that we have to know them all, but be present in the ability to present something and then also relate back to others. It's kind of a not an all or nothing commodity and it's, it's more like you start the process in 
um, with your physical attributes, um, looking at the ways you have your skills set up and how you use them. And the fact that you're in a um, process and interested and passionate about what you do and or what you're sharing, people will take notice. How do you actually come up and develop this? Well, some of it is feels like there could be all kinds of mystery around it or you've tried it in the past to communicate and or you've found that it's difficult for yourself. And it's it there it also solicits a lot of fear in us when we're presenting something new. So if we're if we take the time to practice and have an intention of a goal of being able to look forward to our voice being heard or our voice having credence for an opportunity to share more and or um, having a passion about a topic that you're really knowledgeable about um, and excited about having other people aware of, um, that really helps to uh, practice as, as often as you can each day so that essentially if you're talking to yourself or other people or writing, um, it, it's an opportunity to get that into more of a habit. Um, and uh, sometimes, you know, true communication means that we have to uh, shift gears in a bit and focus our mind on actively participating in both presenting and listening to the other people. Even if the people aren't exchanging language with you, there's body language and reaction to what you're communicating. And this can be a very loud, (laughs) nonverbal communication in some ways. So how do we, um, how can we do this? And um, sometimes we have to change our modus and use something to shift or become aware of ourselves in a present moment that maybe we're not so present for that period of time. And so um, if you find ourselves, find yourself in a mode where you forget to shift and or it's easy to get kind of distracted in one way or the other, um, you can be uh, thinking in terms of how does that uh, verbiage come across that sometimes you'll float in and out of a language that can create yourself barriers, but also the uh, use of different words that we're sometimes used to that become part of the trendy use. Or if you use a vocabulary that is technical or to a certain group, um, if you're more aware and present, you can shift yourself into a different mode by shifting in a um, per- pretty clear uh, distinction of a word change. So when you think about uh, some common phrases that um, are ways of shifting this presence into a better, uh, better kind of um, possible, but it's more like it's switching it into a better, re- you know, mode for someone to receive and understand what you're trying to say. So if if something acro- comes across and you say that's not bad, a, a switch would be to say that's 
quite good because that gives a different feel. So some of this is um, providing vocabulary that has a different result of what someone's interpreting, number one, and also how does someone feel the word is being used so that they can exchange with you in a way. And some, some of it can be dramatic because if someone has a history of knowledge that a certain word um, they get a response from a different word. Um, they can have a, an, an output and emotion that you might not even be aware of. But if you start with the presentation of having something positive and the outcome, again, has a different level, um, you know, they're going to interpret that. Like if you say, don't worry, the word worry sometimes solicits solicits an emotion that if you say you'll be fine that has a different effect and um, if it's if you're saying it's too hard and use terminology it's not easy you know that also says well maybe it's possible so um, if you say I forgot becomes I didn't remember there's again an interpretation so when you think of it as almost like a, it's like a light switch. And it's interesting because when you take a look at how you switch this light on, uh, sometimes it can be rather uh, dramatic because the effect can be like turning a light on in a room, not just for yourself, but it's also effect by someone that's uh, around you. And by doing this, you're going to be more present. You, you can actually speak in the now as though it's already happening. And you'll be able to actually see this being in your presentation as well. And if you use things that, that relate to um, a reaction mode on the other end, you'll find yourself having people listen to you and also going, wow, that's a really good concept or I, I get that. And it, it inspires people to know that it is possible. Sometimes our conversations are such that uh, we, don't, we aren't clear about the effect until someone says, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've had that experience or I've had that happen. And here's what happened in that shift. Um, wow, that, that series of words really gave me an inspiration moment that said, yes, I can do this, rather than giving a switch into something that they felt like that's not possible. So it's a high energy words that um, feel good too. I mean, it's like some of these sound like they're trendy, but they're also effective. Uh, some of the words like gratitude, laughter, kindness, some of them seem really simple, but they can become ones that people avoid because they aren't sure. You know, abundance, success, joy, freedom, power, and health. And when we sprinkle these within our conversations and our different relationship conversations, and again, coming back to yourself, we want to take care of ourselves in a lot of ways and have our pre presentation and our language that we use for ourselves also very high energy because that uplifts ourselves. And when you feel that uh, you're able to choose a word and have it become part of your vocabulary, it's also very empowering.
because the more that you use it, the more you can relate to it. And the more you relate to it, the better you feel for the most part. As you do this, then it's going to become of your, it's going to become your basic terminology that um, when you're passionate, you'll be able to just slip right into it and not feel like it's such an, or, an ordinary word that you fumble around with it. And so kind of basically switch on your words uh, to a higher energy level. And when you do this, it's like a power of electricity that when you turn your power and your focus on your thoughts and your expression and your expressive uh, communication, it will have a direct effect on your on your outcomes. Without uh, note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang up, cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtoit.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at MightyGems.com. That's sparkles at MightyGems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. And today we're exploring um, the uh, deep topic 
and or understanding of communication because we communicate in a lot of different ways and try to at least and uh, some of it's nonverbal, some of it's verbal and sometimes we're just on autopilot with emotion. Eckhart Tolle in Stillness Speaks said, uh, far more important than what you are listening to is the act of listening itself. The space of conscious presence that arises as you listen. That space is a unifying field of awareness in which you meet the other person without the separation barriers created by conceptual thinking. And now the other person is no longer other. In that space, you are joined together as one awareness, one consciousness. So being present is has been a topic of conversation in a lot of different aspects out in the um, you know motive of today's focus and um, being present does require a certain focus but it's really no easy task it requires ourselves to understand that sometimes we need to take our ego out from the conversation and to keep our reactive mind under some kind of control sometimes our brain is uh, operating it seems like almost by itself and sometimes we want to switch it over to a different channel but it, it can become difficult if we are ourselves not um, aware of the effect of our being present and how we're being present and also what the opportunities are to um, stay that way and also be in a mode to work with basic uh, communication skills. So what what does this all mean? It says that sometimes uh, we have to go back to being human and looking at uh, communication does contain emotion and sometimes we have simple emotions, sometimes we have complex emotions. And every communication um, that we work with, if we are standing in that uh, process and say, okay, um, we want to take a look at, you know, the fact that emotions are a basic element. They're part of the keys to understanding um, so that you can take a look at, you know, the effect of someone else's response to what you're presenting, but also your own presentation. How are you presenting it? And we need to understand that um, doing this kind of preliminary um, expressive evaluation, so to speak, is is helping us be in a mode so that we might have to ship, shift in a different way to present something, depending upon what it is, hoping that the output um, is accepted and or understood. And a lot of this re- you know, requires us to um, not be an emotional state, but also being able to be aware and listening to another person uh, in a nonverbal and verbal way to see if what your intentions are um, are actually happening um, in the way that you want them. So a lot of this is um, getting out of our own fear, and that's one of those uh, words that are pretty big for a lot of people because we don't, you know, fear is basically something we slip into when we're not comfortable with something. 
and or we're expecting a different outcome than um, we might be uh, sensing uh, because there's a lot of unknowns with whatever you're doing or presenting. But having fear is different from not communicating because of fear. So when you talk about uh, different topics and do it in a higher perspective rather than coming from a fear position yourself, if you're talking to a group of people with a language that is supportive of your own fear, they're going to pick that up. And what we want to do is um, have a, a different uh, level that we want to start with and uh, be careful about the confusion or the mystery um, and coming along with some ingredients of tact. Tact is uh, kind of a point of politeness and also it... Um, is something that helps in the process of um, someone receiving, interpreting it correctly, whatever it is. And so if we communicate exactly what we mean and do it in a succinct way and not get too emotional about it, um, then people will have a tendency to listen. If we get too emotional about it, if they don't pick up that same effect of being in that emotion, they're going to tune us out. And sometimes then they are gone and it's difficult to retrieve them and bring them back to a present moment that um, you can share further. And so, um, you know, if they're gone, you know, essentially the conversation will stop or it will get be it will get a situation where you're presenting something that no one's listening or if someone's listening, they may not interpret it the same way or have different judgment on it so it, it can be kind of a round and around so the the it's a communication cycle because you have um a process going on and there is a really a system in this process because you're you're coming along with certain um beginning of what you're conversing about you have certain information to share and then a wrap-up and as you do this um there's a little cycle that you know, each of us goes through and sometimes there's an energetic that, you know, may spark someone to go a different direction than what you're hope hopefully cycling along with. So their attention or presence can be affected, which they might fall off the track and then you'll need to bring them back to a focus and that again becomes um, difficult if someone's gone completely and so um, it's helpful to be being present when you're communicating, checking in with people, and hopefully uh, at a level that everyone can grasp and be curious about something or know what you're talking about in a way that they aren't trying to understand the word meaning or meanings. And when they're able to do that, they're going to be more intently listening for the output of information. So, I don't know, the cycle can go around and around and it can also be difficult or easy to see effects and that's part of us being sure that we're in a present mode and hopefully not distracted by something. If you take a, a real um, opportunity to in this uh, exchange to have eye contact, that's really a good indicator that people are present, but it's not always infallible. 
eye contact can be depended upon if someone is really following. If you're um, on the phone, you can't tell, but if you're really in present mode physically with people and um, have eye contact about your expression and take a, ta- a chance to present in a way that gives people some breather in between so you're not just rambling on and on, um, they're going to be along with you during this process and probably pop up with some questions. Um, and being open to questions as you present is an encouragement because then you also know that people haven't drifted off into some other zone. So what happens then if you find yourself communicating, having con- great content, having eye contact, having something that you feel very specific about and or energetic or positive or some something that you're empowered with and want to share, um, if something hasn't been you know, if, if for some unknown reason this communication has a closure but doesn't, you don't think it actually got anywhere, that absence of closure um, is rather unnerving. And so it might make you feel a little unnerved. And what you want to do is make sure that um, you don't leave it out there walking around in a different sense. But if you can wrap up and ask for input and have it open so that people can give response or concern or um, something clear that, you know, are they um, left um, with some closure on, on something, whether they want to choose to listen or not is kind of almost a, uh, that's their own personal decision. But again, it's not having you left wandering around that you want to make sure that um, there aren't holes out there like a set of Swiss cheese where people can get confused. And uh, if it's a really important uh, set of details, you'll want to actually um, cycle around again and perhaps have another opportunity to do this exchange. And so it becomes... Um, an opportunity of not just exchange, but interpretation of something and a response coming back with the details. So what are some ideas here that um, help from a positive aspect? But, you know, the vocabulary of a higher energy is, is very powerful. And it's it's very worth understanding that each word has a chan- chance of making a difference and that you want to know that the words are being um, interesting and that, you know, people are aware that you, of what your topic is and that as they listen to you, they have an honoring of listening and actively participating in that listening. So it's, it's, again, the connection part of some of the elements of communication. Now, not every communicative exchange is verbal. So some of it is really having a uh, focus so that if you're uh, doing nonverbal um, process, that your intention is clear and that you're the best you can be within that um, presentation of whatever that is. And it gives you the um, leg up, if you will, of 
giving someone a sense of comfort knowing that you are in that intention of um, having it so that the direction is going to look for um, some kind of an exchange that is helpful. And there's something about um, also being aware of the unconscious mind because it really is out there and operates all the time uh, for us. And people sometimes slip in and out of consciousness when you're discussing things that it's possible that they might not even be interested in what you're talking about or interested in certain parts of it. So if if you open up the conversation and say, okay, well, um, please feel free to ask questions or uh, give an opportunity for someone to exchange um, it gives them more incentive to listen so that when they come back and say, okay, well, um, I have a question about this particular part, you know, it, it's something that uh, they might see something in their life or experience that it does open up more questions and possibly that will trigger another set of details that maybe might not have been discussed and gives a different perspective, which is really a nice exchange because then you know that people are really in there relating to what you say and also how you say it and also giving input because that's also part of being a communicator. We want to be in the exchange mode, not just in a one-way traffic process. So with our, our process here, we're, we're coming along with a visualized effective here of being in a communication process and again it's um, letting us be active and be proactive um, adding it's kind of almost like an orchestra so that essentially as you're going along you're you're putting together all kinds of um, information or uh, details or content or presentation that become kind of a harmonious process so that someone on the other end is curious and wants to listen and or exchange their thoughts and by having this op open atmosphere it's if it's important that um, enough for the exchange then it becomes better because then they feel like they're also not out free floating around with some kind of anxiety but also able to jump in and out and and provide some kind of input that can be very valuable so it becomes uh, a better exchange I think in terms of the potential for how you're going to be viewing this from a different um, like after the the actual exchange you can be looking back into your your moments and say oh well I could have been doing this or that or the other thing and by also participating on the, in the moment as you're going along, you could be doing this as you go. And, um, you know, again, Mighty Gems is about sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values. And what we try to do here is help. Um, we're looking for things that we can have an effect on. And... Uh, Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. Um, I suggest that the journey start now. And in this, 
process, the exchange of communication to yourself and how you speak with yourself and others is such a valuable learning opportunity for all of us as we listen to what we're saying and how we say it and looking for uh, opportunity to provide new um, exchange as we continue to connect to within ourselves, to nature, and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, we broaden our prospecting arena and can go up and above and beyond where we have ever believed we can go and grow. Thank you again for listening to Mighty Gems and um, have a empowered uh, time. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Mighty Gems with Dee Lee on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.